The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences and is suitable for all ages. What a lovely nymph. She would be amusing to add to my collection. <laughs> I could then watch her whenever I pleased. Where they go, Kathwinian Darrow? What shall I imprison her in and yet see her entire form? Of course, a large gilt mirror would be just the thing. This will not do at all. She will weep and carry on in a deplorable manner. I believe you shall now find all power of speech rest away until one who truly loves you shatters the mirror. And do not trouble yourself with escape. There is none. <laughs> Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Maudlin Series 3 Episode 12 Seven Years What are y'all doing? Going through my books. I've accumulated rather a lot this term and as the Christmas holes are coming, I thought some could be taken back home. My rooms are cluttered enough as is without piles of tottering manuscripts. Hmm, good idea. Hey, can I borrow this one? Of course. I hadn't sorted it yet. When'd you get that big old mirror there? Funny you should ask about it. I picked one up last week at an antiquities shop. What's odd about that? You love old stuff. Because now that I look at the mirror, it isn't the one I bought. May I be of assistance, young man? Not particularly. Only browsing. Perhaps this spyglass. Do you have any books? No, I shouldn't. Already too many of those. There are some lovely pieces of furniture. A desk. Watch hair from the time of Louis XIV. Ah, no, thank you. Looks a trifle uncomfortable. I fear you were a difficult one to please. Anything that is especially ancient and exquisite. Ah, there is just the thing. A full-length mirror? Whatever would I do with it? Well, I do believe the common practice is to look at oneself. How vain! I brought it to your attention, young man, because of the nature of the wood carving. See how the birds and vines twist round as though alive. (coughs) Yes, quite. After a bit of cleaning... Then you will take it? (coughs) 
Despite its ungainly size, the carvings are fascinating. I seem drawn to it somehow, as if I were meant to purchase it. Wood, this mirror's got fancified gold leaf. I haven't the faintest idea. If anything, this is more valuable and certainly from an earlier time. It reflects my room and the book piles, yet seems different somehow. For one thing, nobody's in the armchair in here. Great Scott! You're right! There is a woman's arm resting upon it, and I see a white raiment around the side of the chair. But only in the mirror. Ain't nobody here in this room. Very odd indeed. Yeah. Well, I'm starving. Want anything? Baguette? No. I'm off, then. I wonder if I turned my own armchair round. Perhaps I could see whomever was in the mirror armchair. There we are. Now whom? Impossible! It can't be! The mirror is hard. I cannot get through. But she is there. Krenaya! Krenaya! If you be not a wraith, speak to me. She sees. Her mouth moves, but I hear nothing. Wait. If I wave a pen and paper in front of the mirror, perhaps she will understand. Yes! She has found a pen in the duplicate of my room. Ah, bother. I cannot read it. Kepstonak. Of course! The text is reversed in the mirror. I will write it backward on my paper and... Ah... Cannot speak. Well, that much we gathered already. Oh, she is writing more. Uai Raya Naktub. But can hear you. Krenaya, tell me how to free you. Another message. Do you remember me? Oh, not a day passes when I have not thought of our brief moments together. Words cannot express the joy of seeing you once more, even separated by this infuriating glass. I say, are you talking to yourself, Atherton? Oh my, who is that beautiful creature? (laughs) She's not here. I mean, she is, but she isn't. The mirror! Indeed, Worsley. And take care not to step on any of my books. I'd never dream of it. How dare you pile books on the floor? There ought to be a college edict preventing such mishandling. If you don't mind, I'm trying to find a way to allow Krenaya to leave her prison. Is that her name? Mind if... You stay away from her, Worsley. If you so much as glance in a way that displeases me, I... Atherton, what's gotten into you, man? I've never seen you this overwrought. 
<sighs> Do you recall the naiad you lot have been ribbing me about for the past year? Of course. Oh, that's her, is it? From your withering glare, I shall take that as a yes. Can you read any of the runes around the gilded frame? Hmm, they are quite ancient. Not all are even a sort I'm familiar with. Wait, here's something, but I can't translate all of it. True love, indecipherable, from indecipherable, mirror free. As vague as they come. Nothing about what her true love should do? It might be in the parts I can't make out. Perhaps you could try kissing the mirror. That works in a lot of fairy stories. Might look a bit daft doing it, of course. Then don't watch. Here goes. Bad luck. Worth a try, I suppose. Perhaps there is some quest I must achieve. Recover a jewel or battle a dragon. No, not more dragons. Not even a little one. We cannot even be certain you are her true love. Look at the paper she's holding up. Psi E in large letters and underlined a copious amount of times. Meaning he is. Just because the two of you think so does not necessarily prove anything. It has, as you pointed out, been over a year. Yet, neither of us were able to forget each other for even a moment. You? A hopeless romantic? <sighs> I'd never have guessed. I do often sneer at overt emotion, and quite agree it ought not to be displayed. The more pressing question, however, is how to release Crinaya from... She's gone, and the mirror is different. It has reversed to the original I had purchased. Oh, this is all rather out of the ordinary. How could a mirror manifest itself in another mirror? <laughs> I fail to see how my beloved being trapped is in any way amusing. <laughs> it isn't that. Only the way you call creatures a myth constantly appearing ordinary. <laughs> For us it is. Quite. You have no concept of how much she means to me. Come now, a naiad. Pretty thing to gaze at, but most likely not worth either of our trouble. I shall not throttle him. I shall not throttle him. That would be most unchivalrous. You are quite bothered, aren't you? If only we could translate those runes. The mirror is bound to reappear once more. I shall fetch some books that might be of assistance. Thank you, old boy. This might be one of the runes. It means either outside afar or prow of a ship. True love is a ship's prow doesn't seem to fit. I agree. Must be. From outside, true love does what precisely? The next rune is more obscure. Judging by similar inscriptions, it could mean breaking, stamping, or... Smashing! I dare say. Perhaps merely breaking the mirror would set her free. And bring years of bad luck. What a lot of tosh. The inscription continued with sacrifice, not sure yet, is required. Hmm. I suppose it is of little consequence. It is if the missing rune meant of your best mate. 
I give you my word, I shall not sacrifice you or Westbrook. Now who ought to be serious? How often must I remind you that I love her and will do anything required? Here's your chance, for the mirror will be returning momentarily. Wait here until I return. Westbrook borrowed my bar mace and has it in his rooms. That ought to break the mirror without difficulty. If there's going to be flying glass, I do think behind the bed might be safer than right by the mirror. And what could Westbrook have wanted a mace for? This is the moment of... Worsley? Worsley? I'm over here. Why do you have a quilt over your head? You are mad. Don't smash that mirror. I am quite determined. One. Two. Stop. I command you. Pardon me, sir, but I cannot obey your request. You seek to free that which is mine. No man owns her. Heed the warning upon the gilded frame. He who destroys the mirror gives his own life to do so. What? The sex shall free she whom you love, but only through your death. And if I do not break the spell? Then I shall remain mine. Forever. <laughs> and none should risk harm to the mirror with such a penalty. You made one fatal mistake, sorcerer. Oh? It was I who was her true love. Atherton, no! Atherton! Oh! <laughs> you are safe now, dearest. The evil sorcerer? Destroyed. No doubt overcome by his defeat. And I thought my fate was sealed. But when I saw you on the other side of the mirror, I knew you would find a way. Not to break up this lovely scene, but what about the death threat? Hmm, perhaps it was merely to frighten my saviour away. Are you certain? He looks rather pale. Lugging heavy books about is bound to tire one out. I think you ought to have a kip. Lie about when she I have longed for so long has returned? By Jove, you've quite lost your head. Say rather I have found it. And how do we explain a nymph about the college until she vanishes again? You may be in the right, Worsley. I... Oh! Atherton? My love! What is wrong? Huh. Nothing. Momentary dizziness. It will pass. Worsley, that is what you are called? Uh, yes. Please, fetch some clear water from the Crystal Springs to refresh this noble warrior. Would some out of this pitcher do? That's what I said. Any better? Some. Ah! Only a bit longer before the pain will vanish. It is so cold. Here's a warm blanket, my love. His lips have turned blue, even with all the rugs over him. Cranaya. Come closer. I cannot see your face. I am I am right here. Right here. There is a mist before my eyes. Well, it is raining out. Worsley, he will get better, won't he? 
as soon as you have gone, I hope. Although usually when one of us is cut, it does not disappear with the rift close. But this is no usual physical malady. Even if I cannot recover, I do not regret my choice. Oh, the light leaves his eyes. No, no. I wish I were trapped forever. Oh, how I wish this had never come to pass. Tell Westbrook, there is no need to return the book. I shall have no need of it where I'm bound. You aren't going anywhere, old chap. Farewell. Atherton? Say something. Anything. Insult me. Just something. Atherton! No! <laughs> There's no pulse. Kranaya, move for a moment, please. I shall try to revive him. Fetch a doctor. Wait, no, you can't even work a telephone. How did it go? One, two, three, then breathe. What are you doing? That will hurt him. Pardon me, I'm trying to save his life. Oh, there is no need. One, two, three. He no longer resides in this world. One, two, three. Already his hand is cold as ice. One, two, three. Worsley, he is gone. No, I, it can't be. He is dead because of me. Oh. I better fetch a doctor. No, there is nothing to be done. What was that composer he requested for his funeral? I should have written it down. Atherton, why do you always have to be so noble? Maudlin, Series 3, Episode 12, Seven Years. Featuring the voice talent of Mark Kalita as Percy Atherton. Mark Kalita? I am dead. How could I respond to my credit? Oh, uh, sorry. Really? Have you no sensitivity to the listeners who are currently looking badly about for a handkerchief to weep into? <laughs> I'm right here. I meant after the credits. Oh, yes. Then I shall be quite dead. Heiter Franson as John Westbrook. Hey, I wasn't in this episode much. Ah, and hopefully everyone has noticed that obvious fact and is now spinning a theory madly. David MacGyver as Nigel Worsley. Such as why wasn't he there to stop Atherton smashing the ruddy mirror? Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard returns as Krenaya. Don't hate me. Hate the writer. I beg your pardon. Shall I put her into a mirror? Oh, yes. yes. That would yes. be awesome. That's got to be one of the best ideas I've heard all day. Please. Oi, let me out directly. And Carrie Ayers as myself, the evil sorcerer. <laughs> Now, the rest of the credits are mine! Chris Barnes as the shop owner, my evil minion. I heard that. This episode was written, cast, and directed by Alexa Chipman. Let me out, I mean it. Hey, don't look at me. I'm not smashing the mirror. Atherton should do it. He's already dead. <sighs> Thank you. 
Written, cast, and directed by Alexa Jiffin. Produced, engineered, and co-directed by Stevie K. Farnaby. Music by Spare Parts at bfv.com slash spareparts. Please visit their website to purchase entire albums and support independent artists. Additional music copyright Ted Narsmith from his album The Hidden Door, used by permission. Visit tednarsmith.com and be sure to look over his fantastic Lord of the Rings artwork. Remember brokensea.com is your address for more behind the scenes of Maudlin and other audio drama offerings. This is not in any way affiliated with Maudlin College and is for entertainment purposes only. Released in 2011. with that club. Is it dead? No, only stunned. What are you doing? Ew, there's fungus growing on it. That's what comes of living in a dark, damp cave, I expect. It doesn't smell very good either. Yes, well, again. It doesn't have any gold. It's probably hidden it in a hollow log or something. Please get down. All right. We'll tie it up and make it tell us where its gold is when it wakes up. Are you quite mad? Tales of Elves and Trolls, The Crystal Goblin by Joshua Blunk. This all-ages fantasy novel is available direct from the author at www.manitouslayer.com. That is M-A-N-I-T-O-U-S-L-A-I-R dot com.